When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. El Futura tiene nada más que la confrontación. Hey, welcome to Unpopular Opinion. I'm your host, Adam Todd Brown. I used to write weekly columns for a bunch of goddamn internet places, and I would use those columns to put forth all sorts of crazy opinions. Then I would come on this show to defend those opinions. But now I don't do any of that shit, because fuck those motherfuckers. Joining me today, he's a good friend of the show who's been on several times before. He's got a new album out called Dead Weight that you should definitely check out if you're in the mood for high-quality comedy. Ladies and gentlemen, Dave Waite. Also joining me, he is a writer for Tosh.0 and also co-host of the At The Movies podcast with Dwayne Perkins. He's a really funny man, and we're happy to have him here today. Ladies and gentlemen, T.K. Kelly. It's going to be a great show. All right. Hello, everybody. Hello. Hello. Unpopular opinion. We are recording. You can tell because the clock's running. That's the point where I always turn around and make sure we're actually recording. Cause make that, sure it's happening. That clock has nothing to do with this shit. We have a new guest today, TK Kelly. What's up? How's it going? It's going good, man. Can't you are, complain. I saw you on a Tosh.0 sketch. On a Tosh.0, yeah. I've been uh, making, he had making a... my family proud on that show for three years. Just <laughs> naked on TV a lot. Yeah. I love that show. Dave, wait. Hey, what's happening? How's it going? It's going pretty good. You haven't been here in a while. I think since we f- we we are we hashed out our differences. Yeah. On the hundredth episode. You guys fight episode. on the podcast? Yeah. Yeah, I made my hundredth episode. I just invited people I had disagreements with to come on. And we just worked <laughs> I got them out a lot of the air. problems with you people. <laughs> what was what was the uh, disagreement between you two? Just uh, I was being an asshole about not getting booked on Dave's show. Because, uh, at the blind barber? Yeah. Because, Can I be an asshole right now? Because <laughs> here's the thing. I'm a huge asshole. So it, it, worked, it worked out really well with the theme of the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. tough, man. I mean, you know you know, running shows in L.A. It's like uh, yeah. every time you think you caught up on who you want to book, there's a thousand more comedians that just moved to town. Yeah. Right. It's insane. Yeah, it's that a lot to keep said, up with. Book we haven't had you on it. Show. No. Yeah. That being said, uh, <laughs> this is actually an ambush thing. Me and, me and TK are here to Just give here you to shit give over that. Shit, yeah. well, I feel like having Chappelle on the show gives me a little bit more juice to not let people on. Yeah. That. Yeah. Yeah. For real. Yeah. <laughs> like uh, we book Chappelle. Yeah. It's like we're booking Bill Burr next you week, but maybe we'll up. get you in. Yeah. Hey. Sp- well, that that actually goes well with the the theme of the podcast today, which is 2016 uh, has been the worst goddamn year. But we're talking about stories from 2016 that weren't that bad. <laughs> I like that it's not that they're good. It's yeah. Like, they weren't that bad. That, that is kind of the case in almost all of them, yeah. too. It's like that it's they, a reach. Yeah, they're, they're not completely depressing. There were some good moments. 
But your show, The Blind Barber, fucking Dave Chappelle the last two nights. Yeah, it was uh, the circus came to town, man. That's unreal, man. Yeah. That's so cool. Yeah, man. There was DJ Trauma was spinning. and <laughs> Donnell Rollins was there. And Dave was just working out like what he has to do for his next fucking six specials or whatever <laughs> Netflix gave him. Yeah, yeah. That's amazing. It was pretty amazing. That's such a cool thing to have like just pop up out of nowhere, too. He was talking about like well, when him and Donnell was on stage. And I guess Donnell was like in New York waiting uh, to see about because Dave was like, I might use you in a sketch. So he was just like chilling, waiting. To and then he's like. Donnell was like, what if he just goes back to Africa again? Like, <laughs> and Dave was like, yeah, that would have been hilarious if I would have just been like, later. <laughs> <laughs> it's happening again. Yeah. yeah I mean, that's, uh, that's such a cool thing. You said he did like two hours the first night? Yeah, first night he did two hours. Last night he did like an hour. You know, I got to meet him very briefly. But I, it's one of those things where it's like, normally I would never bother any but like yeah he's like my favorite comedian and i just went up and said hey man i'm one of the people that started the show here and he's like man that's really cool and then i told yeah. him i was from cincinnati and he gave it up for that and that was it you know but it was awesome you know yeah man that's also since he smokes he smokes cigarettes and shit and so after the show he's just smoking and then somebody else lit up a cigarette and i was like Fuck it. I'm going to smoke in this goddamn bar. <laughs> They're not going to say shit. <laughs> yeah, I've heard that about when he does stand-up. He just Chains. will smoke wherever the fuck he's at. Yeah. I mean, yeah. My buddy texted me. It was like, because he was at the show, and uh, he goes, man, I wish I was that cool where I could just change the laws. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I mean, it seems like most places, though, if Dave Chappelle's there, it's like, eh, we'll eat the fine if, if we yeah, get a ticket yeah. or something. Yeah. Who cares? Right. It's, it's what we're saying is you're going to get a fine very soon. Not me. <laughs> I don't think they can do it afterwards. Yeah, they have to catch you in the act. Yeah, it's fine. Well, I'm glad you're picking positive stories because I, I, I can't say anything negative for this whole month. That's the thing. Oh, is that your challenge? Yeah, you're doing it's like a one. What is that? How does that work? I have this website called One Year Dave where I let the Internet vote on my life every week. Yeah. And last week I. I threw kind of a temper tantrum and then like quit for like two hours. I saw hours. that. I thought you were done. <laughs> I thought it was over. I quit for like two hours. Because <laughs> uh, it was like, it was right at the six month mark. And if I ever write a book about it, there there has to be a point where I wanted to quit. It wouldn't yeah, be a of good course. book. You know of course. I mean? <laughs> so it's a little bit manufactured. And, you know. <laughs> so yeah. And then everybody's like, keep doing it. And I was like, yeah, all right, I'll keep doing it. But I did this month. I'm switching to. It used to be every every Tuesday I would have people vote for like, don't drink any soft drinks for a week or don't eat any bread or sometimes like activity based. Like one week I mailed out seventy postcards to people and nice. And another week I organized a trip to a museum with a bunch of comedians out here. And I mean, it, it's forced me to be more active and you know, and it's forced me to write every week. Like I write I write what happened over the week, you know, and yeah, but. What I've found with the stuff, like the self-improvement stuff, is that if I don't drink soft drinks for a week, as soon as the week's over, I'm like, back to fucking guzzling soft <laughs> drinks or back to whatever bad habits. So that's why I'm switching to monthly to see if I can right. build a habit yeah. for a month. So this month, I, I can't say anything negative. Which, anything. I, I would, damn. I would not make it. My therapist. Yeah. I just came from therapy. My therapist said that was a safe space and I could say negative stuff in there. So I don't know. <laughs> so you're just going off. <laughs> but yeah, I don't I don't think I'm that negative of a person, but you know, if you 
if you ask me about a certain comedian or ask me my opinion <laughs> on some stuff, I probably would be negative, you know, about my career. But I'm a, I'm a, everything's going to work out, and I love you guys. It's good to hear. We I love l- you too. I like this month's Dave. Yeah, this month's Dave is fantastic. So let's talk about the first story of 2016, which I thought I in the lead up to this, I thought it was going to be just the biggest disaster of the year, forgetting that Trump was running for office and was probably going to win. Yeah. But the Rio Olympics, that was supposed to be like just terrorist city. We were going to get bombed. Everyone in the world was going to get the Zika virus because of it. (laughs) And then all that happened is Ryan Lochte lied to the police and the Australians had to sleep in shitty bedrooms. Yeah. And we were like, oh, that was nothing. That was great. It did seem like a massive buildup for what turned out to be like, eh, it was fine. It was like, I think it's because like Sochi was before that and Sochi, like the hotel rooms didn't have floors and shit. Like (laughs) people were just walking around on pipes and like just wolves chilling in their rooms. So yeah, I felt like everybody was like, well, if Sochi was that bad, like Brazil's going to be bonkers and it was fine. I mean, granted there was some shit in the water and like. Yeah, the you know, they're like literally found like a, an arm, I think, a in, body washed yeah. ashore at one point. <laughs> but you know, uh, all things considered, it wasn't so bad, right? Yeah, that was just flair. Like those, those were just, just exciting stories. It just gives stories, you a little taste of Brazil. No one got hurt. I mean, other than the body that washed ashore, but <laughs> yeah, who knows what they were into? Way, way before. Yeah, yeah. I don't understand the whole Ryan Lochte thing. I still never understood. Like they got away with it. They yeah. got. Oh yeah. They they got away with it. They were like. They under, whoever they dealt with understood that these guys were something and then just had them pay for what they did. Yeah. And they were they could have just never told anybody. Of course. They could have yeah, they were scot free. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, what I mean it was like, oh, this is exactly what you know, if you're a out of control celebrity and you fuck up and then somebody's like, Here, you just pay what the fuck you fucked right. up and we were we'll, you know, walk away, then you then they were, it was the most idiotic thing to make up the story on top of it. Yeah. I The only explanation in my head is that he was still drunk when they asked him about it because he just went oh, off. Yeah. He just went off and he was just like, well, here's what happened. And he offered way too much information. It was like, dude, what? Just, you, you were fine. You were yeah. good to go. I think Ryan Lochte just wanted to be in the news again. Yeah, it kind of seems that way because there really was no motivation for him to do that. Like Dave said, they were like they were off. Like yeah, just say well, he got drunk. They fucked up. Yeah, they could have easily gotten away with it. It seemed like they he wanted attention. Yeah. yeah, they got away with it. They paid. They was like that's why they didn't have money. It's because they paid for the damage. What thing. a yeah. crazy story to make up too. Like to have it go from not only are you embellishing what happened, but you're completely turning it around to yeah. where like oh we didn't do anything wrong. We got robbed. Not that we <laughs> trashed a fucking gas station right. for no reason. They're animals. Yeah. And I like that now that Lochte's out of the country, Brazil is like, okay, we'll offer you a plea deal. If I was him, I'd be like, I'm just never going back to Brazil. Yeah, Fuck I mean, that place. it's pretty easy to avoid Brazil. Yeah, I don't think he has a reason. You don't want to. <laughs> you don't want to willingly swim there. Yeah, I don't know, man. I, the the best thing that came out of it though was the uh, 
the interviews that uh, Matt Lauer did with him, and just it was just like a dad <laughs> admonishing his four year old child. Yeah, and they made Ryan Lochte dye his hair back to a normal color, which was also <laughs> that was that was the really important conclusion. Was like you can't look like a highlighter. Yeah, his yeah. his his PR people were immediately like, color your hair a fucking human color before this interview, <laughs> yeah. where you apologize. You look like a Nazi Bond villain <laughs> with that fucking hair. He's, he's like, so dumb. Too. He's like the most bro dude. Ever. Absolutely. Oh yeah. That, like. Like, he is just the prototypical, like, frat boy. And, uh, you know, I know plenty of frat boys that are cool, but this, he's like the idiot in the bunch yeah. who gets everybody into shit and gets the house shut down. Right, right. And he's just so painfully dumb. <laughs> yeah, he does seem really stupid. I, I know Dave can't co sign that because it's positivity. <laughs> I, I, look, I normally would not, like, I, I don't like to say that about anybody, but, like, he's. Uh, that that's sort of my excuse for him is he seems like he's kind of a fucking dummy. Yeah, and he just didn't know any better. I think you know. I just think you spend that much time in a pool, you just don't have time for books. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's a lot of fucking swimming, a lot of swimming and a lot of eating. Keep up with that schedule. Ah, oh, fucking Ryan Lochte. But yeah, at least we didn't all. We don't. We aren't all going to have tiny headed babies going forward. Man, like the Zika virus didn't spread. Why? Why not? Every year, though, it seems like... There's a new virus? Yeah, there's that new thing that's going to wipe us all out, and then it's like, eh, it killed like seven people. It was fine. Yeah, and even then, they're like, you know, uh, up to three million people could die. And it's like, we could stand to lose that. That'd be, <laughs> For sure. That'd be all right. <laughs> I, Zika's hard to understand, too. It's very vague. It's like, well, yeah. it, you might have it, and it won't matter at all, and it, you'll live forever and be fine. So I'm like, what? It's like yeah. HPV. I don't get it. Well, that yeah, that's... it's like don't get pregnant. Sure, I understand that. So don't go to Florida and then immediately get pregnant. Wait like another month and you'll be yeah. good. I, I don't get like it. that. But how do they know in Florida? Because people are so. I all right. I can't say it. <laughs> <laughs> it's impossible to, for Dave to talk about Florida. Right now. <laughs> <laughs> that makes sense. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> Never anything good to say about Florida. <laughs> Yeah, that's the thing about Zika. We could all have it, though. And we wouldn't really know until... You on that Zika tip? You could could be carrying it. Like, basically, it said, like, you get, like, the flu symptoms for a couple weeks. Some people. Some people don't get any symptoms at all. Yeah. And then it's it's bad if you get pregnant or get someone pregnant in the time where it's active in your body. Yeah. And then the baby might be... It seems like a lot of maybes. I'm like, I don't know. I'm willing to take a shot. And I mean, a tiny-headed baby is going to come out smoother, right? So there's nice that. And easy. Oh, yeah, <laughs> it's not all downside. <laughs> Just women getting fully on board with it. Like I'm trying to get that Zika. Yeah, keep that vag in order. Keep this intact. With the Zika virus. They should just market it. Smoking and Zika for an easy birth. Are you with that Beetlejuice baby? <laughs> oh, I got myself a Beetlejuice baby. <laughs> Man, that creeped me out so much when I was a kid when his head shrunk and stuff like yeah. that. Oh, man. Good movie. It is a good Let's movie. Let's just talk about Beetlejuice. Yeah, fantastic movie. <laughs> I haven't seen it in a while. I just watched it again like last year for the first time in a long time. And I was like, God damn, this is... I don't think I got it either. I watched yeah. it as like a kid. You don't really get what it is. I watched it last year. I was like, oh, this is fucking great. What's well, different as an adult? For well, them. it's just like you, you understand more of like... As a kid, it just seems like, oh, this is just this creepy, weird film and you don't get like the nuance of any of the humor at all you know it just reads to you like oh this is a silly crazy yeah. movie and then i watched it again i'm like oh this is actually like really fucking funny in a way i didn't realize yeah it's cool definitely worth a rewatch 
It's young, a, it's young Alec movie. Baldwin in that, right? Yeah. I completely forgot. Like, yeah, it's Alec Baldwin and uh, Gina Davis, right? Yeah, I didn't know he was in that. Yeah. Are they the ones that die? They're the main characters, yeah. Isn't the whole family... Well, I guess I don't That's the other thing. To be honest, kind of didn't remember they had died. Like, <laughs> as a kid, I don't know if that even registered to me that they were not alive. Yeah, it's like the sixth sense, kind of. Like, well, you, you know they're dead. Yeah, that's true. You know they're dead in this, but... Uh, yeah, you kind of, it's easy to forget because they're just interacting with everybody the whole time. I knew Bruce Willis was dead the second time I watched it. I, knew. <laughs> I remembered that part. Yeah. A lot of people forget it, but I remembered <laughs> it. <laughs> I do recall that. So, yeah, the Olympics, they were fine. Let's just have them in Brazil every year. It's great. Uh, speaking of sports-related things that were exciting, at least for me, the goddamn Cubs won the World Series. Yeah, they're, Well, they're the reason that 2016 went to shit. Yeah, it they, seems they won, like, and it was like there's that was all the room we had for anything good in 2016. Yeah, they sucked it all up, and that's why <laughs> Trump won the election. Are you you're a big Cubs fan? Yeah, I was born and raised in Illinois. That's amazing, man. That that's such a cool thing. Like, I I, I couldn't care less either way. Oh yeah, normally, but like once once they started making that comeback, I'm like, oh shit! If they win this series in seven games. Like, it's it's insane. It's, yeah. it's so cool for the fans. I was very happy for them. Yeah, I was happy that it was also a really good series. Amazing like, series. Like, it's one of the best It was a heartbreaker series. for Cleveland, but... Yeah, they'll be fine. They, they just, just won an won. NBA championship. Exactly. So it was like, all right, at least they have something. Yeah. We're now, not gonna... here's my question for the Cub, Cub fan. You're a Cub I'm fan. I'm listening. Your whole life is like, they've never won. Will this ever... Now that they won, it's like, now what? Well, now it's like the Chicago Bulls to me, where the Chicago Bulls owe me nothing else in life. Yeah. They won six championships in the 90s. Yeah. I've had my share. They can suck the rest of my life. And it's kind of the same with the Cubs. Like, right after the Cubs won, there it was going around that the owner might be on Trump's cabinet, and people are like, oh, does that bother you? I'm like, nope. They fucking won a World Series. I don't give a fuck what they do from now on. <laughs> Like, it's not fun anymore. Like, next year, I can be like, oh, the Cubs are going to win. And people will be like, shut the fuck up. They won yeah. last year. Yeah, yeah. It's It's got to be a weird thing. Like, I, I'm from New York, so grew up a Yankees fan. And, like, yeah. uh, they sucked very early in my life. They had sucked for a long time. Right. But then they just started churning out World Series. And and then I watched Boston do the same thing, where Boston right. finally won in 2004. And then immediately became like maybe the most hateable fan base in major league baseball oh sure so do you think like people are going to turn on the cubs like oh fuck oh, all yeah. these bandwagon fucking <laughs> cubs fans yeah i could see the cubs fans turning into a really hated fan base too especially if we win two or three in a row because well they always travel really like being a reds fan like when yeah. the cubs come to town it's like sometimes especially this year like you look at the crowd like half of them are like cubs fans you know yeah. they just take over everywhere yeah yeah they do seem like one of those like handful of teams that always has fans yeah everywhere. like the steelers the packers yep. just yeah cubs fans really fucking travel and it's part of it's because chicago like just the same reason there's a ton of yankees fans throughout yeah, it's the country the whole area people well, move out like people yeah. are born and raised there and but move. also like wgn like so <laughs> when they were on yeah. every day like it created you know, that's why there's so many Braves fans in the South because of TBS. Yeah, yeah they were just yeah. on all the time. Yeah. yeah, I used to watch the Braves all the time when I was a kid. Yeah, that's that's how I, I randomly became a, a Michigan football fan because they were on ABC every Saturday. Yeah. And it was like, well, this team's on every week, so that's it. Yeah. I have no affiliation. I've never been to Michigan, but right. 
It's like, all right, I'm in, I guess. When I was a kid, I was a Penn State fan, unfortunately. <laughs> didn't didn't want to stick it out with that. <laughs> <laughs> Don't even say stick it out. <laughs> oh, man. I love, the, is there anything more fun than listening to someone try to defend that whole situation? Oh, yeah, it's great. Just it's grasping at straws <laughs> like, like Paterno didn't know. Oh, God. Yeah. Well, we're talking about the positives. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. Bend at the knees. Keep your eyes up. Oh, jeez. <laughs> That's how good defense runs. That's actually Quincy Johnson's joke from a couple podcasts ago. That's we were funny. talking about the Penn State thing. Like that's that's why there's such a good defense. Keep hey, your eyes up. That's what I keep knees. wondering. How good of a defense he was a defensive coordinator, yeah. right? How good do you have to be at your job for him to be like, I mean, I'm pretty sure he's fucking kids, but <laughs> like our defense is ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> we're giving up so few rush yards. <laughs> it's it's a trade off. It's you, yeah. you gotta look at it. So yeah, the Cubs. It was good. I was. Ha- I, I actually. I was on the Portugal the Man tour, and uh, I've told everyone this by now. But I cry. I watched the game on their tour bus. We had a show in Alabama, and uh, I sat on their tour bus and watched the game. And I started crying when they won. And this was like right after their set ended, so yeah. everyone floods onto the bus, and, and I'm just fucking. You guys are rock band. You're so cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It was a special night. Yeah, man, that's crazy. I mean, a lot of people didn't think they'd ever see it. Yeah, and and a lot of people didn't. Like, a lot of people have parents and grandparents who live their whole lives. Sure. How how many do you think were, like, hanging on, and then as soon as they died, uh, as soon as the Cubs won, they just gave up? They're like, it's it. Yeah, they kept showing showing some woman in the crowd during all the games who had to be, like, 103 years old. Yeah, I know. That that lady was super funny. Yeah. (laughs) Although she did, uh, when they, they interviewed her, I think, when they got into the World Series, and she was very much like, this is great. I'm really happy. I just wish anyone I knew or loved was alive to see it. (laughs) (laughs) She she brought up all her dead brothers, her her dad, who she's like, obviously, he's gone. (laughs) Like, goddamn, lady. She pours a little of her Budweiser out. And then she said she was going to get a beer and a Jaeger. I was like, man, this lady is the oldest, most Chicago lady ever. (laughs) How crazy would it be if she just shot herself right after they won? She's like, all right, this is enough. It just it shocked me that like no one in the pre-interview was like maybe let's not focus on that part (laughs) she seemed very sweet though and then she became like marginally famous i feel like they interviewed her after every game that's such a cool thing like i feel like they need to let bartman come back i i think they i think they reached out to him and he didn't want to i don't blame him like not at chicago he's still like he's still like let's wait and see if we win (laughs) and then i'll give it a couple years and then i'll come out yeah he yeah. re- I mean, that guy got the shaft, man. What he oh, did yeah. was not that big a deal. Any, no. Most people in his situation would have done this. It's reflex. Man. Everyone That's else crazy. around him lose. was doing it. They they had to lose another game. Exactly. Was, That's the worst. They, they had to lose they, another they, game. They give him the Bill Buckner treatment yeah. where it's like, yeah. it's all his fault. Well, you still lost the game after that. So They lost the game after that. They were up by six when that fucking happened, and it was like the eighth inning. Yeah, and it was one, it was one out on a foul ball. Yeah. And immediately after that, the shortstop drops an easy yeah. double play ground ball. It, was, it just and set Bartman in motion. gets all the shit, and it's like, no, it's that guy. Yeah. It was weird though, like the way that uh, was it Moises Alou, right? That, yeah, the way he reacted was like he knew we're fucked now because this guy got in the way. He yeah, flipped and that, out. That kind of was the feeling too. I remember watching that, and as soon as it happened, I was like, uh oh, like here we go, because I've watched the Cubs so many times come really close. Yeah. 
and then just completely blow it. Yeah. And I was like, all right, here it goes again. <laughs> and it fi- I had just called someone and left an, a message on their voicemail and was like, six outs away, and we're going to the World <laughs> Series. Oh, don't and do then that. that shit happened. <laughs> it's also, also Bernie Mac sang Take Me Out to the Ball Game before that inning. And instead of saying root for the Cubbies, he said root for the champs. And I was like, nope, don't do that. Uh, don't do that. You're fucking jinxing us. Put a, put but he was Bernie a White Mac. Sox fan, right? I think so, yeah. yeah. Why? So why was he singing at that crucial yeah. game? Get Eddie Vedder up there, as <laughs> tradition dictates now that <laughs> Harry Carey died. Yeah, and it, this year when I was watching it, like the Indians tied it up in the seventh right. on a home run. And I had that same feeling. I was like, okay, well, we're fucked. Yeah. And then it went to extra innings, and then that rain delay happened. And I was like, we're going to fucking win. I was like, that's going to kill their momentum, and we're going to come back and win. Yeah. And we fucking won. So it was, yeah, it, it just felt different this year. Like, it really felt like every other year the Cubs have come close. I've been like, they're not going to fucking win a World Series. Like, I mean, look, not. they're so stacked, too. Yeah. Like, yeah. Unreal roster. I, I thought Cleveland would give them a fight. I didn't think it would go seven. Cleveland's a very good team, but the, the yeah. Cubs are just, they just, at every position, it's like, God damn, they are. They, they're definitely set up to do it for a few more years. Well, yeah. Yeah, savor it. I remember when the Reds won the World Series in 1990. I was maybe like 10 or something like that. And uh, my dad goes, well, you better enjoy it. They'll probably never win again in your lifetime. <laughs> <laughs> I was like a kid. I was like such a crazy thing to say. Well, when I, yeah. But he was right, I think, yeah. <laughs> when I started watching sports, it was 80, like 84, like late 84. I was like eight. And the first year I started watching sports, the Cubs almost went to the World Series. The Bears won a Super Bowl. And the fucking Bradley Braves went to the NCAA championship. That was like the college in yeah. Peoria where I grew up. And I was like, shit, being an Illinois sports fan is going to be great. <laughs> yeah. And then the Cubs went 0-13 to start the next season. And I was like, ah, oh, yeah, we're fucked. Yeah, but you used to, like you said, you had such a run with the Bulls. It's like yeah. no one ever feels that bad for Chicago sports fans. Because as much as like the Cubs drought was insane, it was like, well, the Bears were great. The Bulls yeah. were great. Like, so yeah, many- those- Cleveland, on the other hand, had gone fucking forever without anything right? until last year. Yeah, until LeBron James finally came. Like, I can't imagine <laughs> being a a fan of of a, a city sports teams where every team is bad always. I mean, I gave yeah. up, I gave up on football because of the Bengals. <laughs> <laughs> but the Bengals aren't like atrociously bad like they used to be. They've been middle of the pack for like the last ten years. I well, think. Well, yeah, I mean, just losing every like four straight years, losing in the first round, and yeah. I, don't, I just I don't know something about it just caught up with me this year where I was just like, man, I'm done. And I'm I'm done with like football pretty much across the board. Like yeah. I just I feel like I don't know they haven't created new stars, and then there's so many penalties anymore, and it's Dude, so brutal. Fo- and- NFL football to me is it's gotten a little boring. I, I'm, I'm a yeah. Dolphins fan randomly, uh, but so that hasn't helped. But and, I agree, man. Like the penalties and stuff, it makes it it's not as fun to watch as college is now. And like just the way like this, like I. I mean, I, I I hate sports commentators. They're just the. I'm sorry. Is that neg- that was negative? <laughs> I'm sorry, but I I just don't. Well, okay. They can uh, be hard to listen to. <laughs> I just feel like the way they treat Cam Newton because com- it's racist the way they treat him compared to Aaron Rod like because he celebrates. Aaron Rodgers celebrates. They never talk about him. Yeah. 
And, and, that, well, and who gives a shit, really, about the celebrations? Why is that a penalty? Unless it's, like, egregious right. and you're, you're, you're doing something right. in the face of another team's player. It's, like, enjoy it. Make it. It's entertainment. That's what it's supposed to be. Now, let me ask you this. If Rob Gronkowski was a black guy, would he be treated like as some sort of party bro celebrating? No. Would, would he have his own show on Nickelodeon? No. <laughs> no, he fucking would Did, He not. has a Nickelodeon show? He has, like, a Tosh.0 esque show. Sean Green writes for it. He's the head writer for it. Jesus. Uh, I think he's the head writer. I know he writes for it. But, uh, yeah, my buddy Andy Peters writes it. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, uh, it's like a clip show of, of sports bloopers. Wow. And, and, and I get that you know, Gronk got that because as much as like he's a party animal, he's also extremely personable yeah. and likable. He is likable. But I agree. If, if he was a black dude, it would be like, oh, all this guy does is party. And he'd be public enemy number one. Yeah, he'd be he, Terrell Owens, basically. Well, I mean, Gron- but Terrell Owens never partied. That's the thing about Terrell Owens. Like he was like a silly yeah. Guy and they just party. like hated him for. He was just outlandish, and yeah. and you can uh, I don't know. It's it's definitely uh, it's unfair the way guys are are painted depending yeah. on the color honestly black or white at this point. It's crazy. And it, it, it like, and the, like the NBA, I'm starting to get more into because they let the guys be personalities. They I, they encourage it. You know? I, right. I fully agree. The NBA right now is much more entertaining than, than the NFL. And 10 years ago, I would never have said that. Yeah, I would agree with that. NBA games are way more fun to go to in person, too. Watching football in person is garbage. Yeah, you're just so, it's the you're like worst. bored. It's cold out. <laughs> it's like when I watch football in person, I'm like, I hate Joe Buck. But I also wish Joe Buck was talking in my ear. It right is now. a little weird not hearing anything. Yeah, like, and not because you realize how much downtime there is. Yeah, there's downtime, <laughs> and what happens happens so quick. The, play, yeah. the plays are like that, and also depending on your seats, there's a lot that you can't see happening. Right, because there's right. so many players on the field. It's not yeah. you don't have a camera focused on the ball. I went to uh to the Dolphins were in town playing. They were playing the Chargers, uh-huh. and then the L.A. Rams, and I went to both. And uh, yeah, I enjoyed it. The L.A. Rams one though was it was raining and it was cold randomly. And I, I, <laughs> I have, I, yeah, I haven't checked the weather in like L.A. Six versus years. Miami, and it's yeah. cold. And I rain. went out in jeans and a t-shirt and <laughs> sat in the rain. And I left in the third quarter. I was like, this is the worst day of my life. <laughs> it, it's brutal. It's and and I used to go in New York, and when it's cold, yeah, you do yeah. not want to be at a football game. Yeah, the guy who used to engineer this podcast went on opening day when the Rams uh, came back, so this season, and he said they ran out of beer and water at halftime. <laughs> Dude, I mean, like the Coliseum, How do you not plan for that? the Coliseum is not built for like professional sports. It's, no, it's such a cool looking old stadium, but it's also a fucking shithole. Like yeah. it, it needs renovations desperately. Yeah. It's bizarre to see a, a a professional football game in a stadium like that. It was like going back in time. Yeah, the Oakland Coliseum is nicer. Yeah. than the LA Coliseum. <laughs> Actually, to be honest, in San Diego too, that stadium's uh, it's like it's like you're walking into the 1970s. It's bizarre. Oh, really? That's that's why they're going to eventually leave. They won't give them a new deal. And but now, they shouldn't. Yeah. I feel like their stadium I, is I'm at criminally the, old. But I'm at the point now where I'm like, no. No more new. St- I mean, they, yeah, build your own. Build, they they're like you can't you can't be the most successful thing. Yeah, a- it is. It's insane like, that. And then you're like, we ain't got no money. Yeah, like, it is dog. insane that those that those <laughs> that still money. falls on the taxpayers. It's it's bizarre how that works. I don't understand why. I mean, I understand building a baseball stadium because there's 81 events a year, mm-hmm. 81 right, events right. that are bringing people to bars and restaurants and people, but football is. Ten events. Oh yeah, you've got to yeah. be able to use it for so much more. 
And there's only so many other uh, types of events you can hold in a fucking football stadium. I mean, yeah, look, how big is that one going to be in downtown, in uh, Inglewood? It's like... Oh, yeah, it's going to be massive. Like, close to 100,000? Yeah, we're going to get a Beyonce it's gonna be like that every it's, year now. Yeah, you're going to have to. It's going to be like the Cowboys Stadium where there has to be some huge event there yeah. every two days where they can't pay for it. Yeah, and I don't think we'll have those events. I, I, just, I mean, there's only so many monster acts that can fill a stadium yeah right? yeah yeah there's it's very like few the rolling stones guns and roses now i guess just got to give them like a residency and just have you them there too. like every friday the rolling <laughs> stones <laughs> that would be amazing you know what else it'll be though is religious like evangelist evangelist oh, god like joel austin could pack <laughs> a fucking stadium in la i bet yeah. Oh, hopefully that doesn't here happen. Here in L.A.? I mean, I felt like everybody was godless out here. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's got a big Catholic following. Uh, got a big Hispanic following. Hmm. He'd pack it out in L.A. It's That's middle America where he'd fuck up, probably. That's not a negative thing to say that I think people are godless here, right? No, it's no, just an observation. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's just an observation of the city we live in. All right. What should we talk about next? How about goats? God damn it. <laughs> Always. Oh, because you were, you were in the lead from the coat goat curse to this i see i see what yeah that's I how see. that worked oh yeah i didn't even bring up the curse of the billy goat i see that what, was, that's I see. such what an absurd curse yeah this it, that was what was allegedly keeping the cubs from winning yeah. all these years was the curse of the billy goat and what happened is the last time the cubs were in the world series which was in the 40s i believe yeah, they didn't win then it was like 108 years since they won but they were there in the 40s and uh, at one point during that season this guy shows up with to the game and he's got his goat with him as one does <laughs> and he was like hey i, I want to check out this game and they were like yeah but you can't bring your goat and he was like well then the cubs aren't ever gonna win <laughs> curse again on you <laughs> i what's and crazy, it worked i didn't know i didn't realize until this year that that was in like the 40s yeah. Yeah. i always thought that was like the 108 year curse yeah. that started so i was like I guess for some reason in my head, early 1900s, I get a guy trying to bring a goat. Yeah. But in the 40s, it seems like we were far <laughs> enough along as a civilization that he should have known. Like, goats just aren't welcome here, sir. It's fine. Yeah. But that, yeah, now the curse of the goat is broken. And we can have goats for pets, according to science. This is exciting. They, uh, they have decided that goats are as loving and intelligent as dogs. They return your love. More than, say, wolves, which I don't know why they brought wolves up as yeah. an example. Yeah. I don't want a goddamn like, wolf. That's like saying more than a bear. Like, yeah. It's a fucking horse. It's not a domesticated animal. Goats. Better. Try to love it. Just try. <laughs> Good luck. But yeah, goats seem like a lot of fun. They got those. They got cool square pupils. Yeah. Which is <laughs> that's fun to look at. And they're, yeah, apparently science has found out. The way they tested it, apparently goats can also use levers to break into boxes and shit which is a thing we only used to see in apes, I guess. Yeah. And goats, when they had ghost, goats do that, they were able to do it. But when they made it impossible for the goats to get in, the goats would just look at their owner like, hey, you're the adult here. Are you going to fucking <laughs> help? And the only other animal that does that is like dogs. Yeah. Cats sometimes, but yeah, mostly that, just dogs. Goats, hey, man. That's where it's at. Hey, goat. You're almost as good as a dog, bud. <laughs> <laughs> that's a big step. I mean, if you can approach dogs, that's when you, you stop getting killed in mass. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. But see, that's the thing. You can eat a goat. Yeah. Like if I mean, you can eat a dog, too, if you cook it. It's, yeah, exactly. Just but, that, I just mean, like, maybe now people but, will start to be like, maybe we shouldn't be murdering all these goats. nobody's frowning on you for eating a goat. No, yeah, not at all. Yeah, eat a goat. 
people are just like, oh. Now they're going to get in there. They're getting this good PR. It's going to be like, you can't kill a goat. It's basically a dog. Hey, bud, you couldn't open that box. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> tough break. Uh, <laughs> let's, see, let's see how you do sitting in between the tortillas. <laughs> Uh, a, a guy I went to school with growing up actually had a goat and like didn't live on a farm, but he had a goat and everyone like you know thought he was kind of crazy. Yeah, but he insisted like yeah, this is, it's like a dog. It hangs out with me. It like sleeps in his bed. <laughs> yeah, like, my dad. Who knew? Growing you know I mean, up, the guy that sleeps. With, you know, everybody's like, hey, goat. Goat. I fucker, mean, it was. A, I, I think. I think when it was a uh, a, a baby goat. I, what is it? A, a Billy goat. What, what's the baby goat called, guys? Baby goat. Baby little, goat. Little good boy I, I don't, goat. I, I, don't I think there is a special word. For yeah, it. yeah. I don't think the full grown goat was kid? in his bed. Uh, I think you might be right. Yeah, I is think it, it is kid? a kid. Well, you can't say a kid sleeps in my bed. That's <laughs> way worse. <laughs> yeah, that's significantly worse. Yeah, my I, my dad growing up had a goat, and my dad died when I was really young. So when he told me at the time when I was growing up, I was just like, yeah, whatever, weirdo. You had a fucking goat. <laughs> and I wish he had lived longer for a lot of reasons, but also so I could have been like, what the fuck was with you having a Explain goat? Explain this goat. Yeah, you grew up in Peoria, <laughs> Illinois. That wasn't rural. Like, why did you have a goddamn goat? He also had a monkey at one point. Oh, that's yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> Sounds like your dad was killing the pet game. <laughs> yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. I, I would not want him. I'd take a goat over a monkey. Monk, yeah, monkeys are great in theory, yeah. but like a monkey could flip out and rip your face off. Yeah, even I feel like even the smallest monkey. Like the they're strong, man. Tiny monkeys. Yeah. They're freaky yeah. strong. <laughs> Goats, the, though, man, I, I keep seeing like I, I saw this thing on Discovery Channel where like it was basically arguing that same thing. Like, goats are surprisingly lovable, and it they, like uh, did a little piece on this this girl I think out here or in Hawaii who like surfs with her goat. Every day, her goat just chills on her surfboard, and what it's, a good it's goat! Pretty awesome. <laughs> that, yeah, that's fantastic. So, if you're down about 2016, you can always buy a goat. Get a goat for 2017. <laughs> Go out and get yourself a goat. Make it a pet. When it gets big and supple, eat it. <laughs> eat it. <laughs> get a new. Yeah, that's the thing too. You don't have to worry about it dying. You can just you're Murder with it. us. You're with us for a year, and then we're taking another goat at the beginning of the it's year. It's a good. Trump contingency plan. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I got this thing to love me, and if things go if haywire, everything goes haywire. Yeah. I can eat this. Yeah. <laughs> if I have to flee to a dissident camp, I can bring my goat. I feel like it's a slippery slope, though, because they're, they're saying the same things about pigs now, too. Everybody's talking about how smart yeah. pigs actually are. I'm like, I'd really rather not know no, how intelligent. No. It's like, I'm not going to stop eating pigs. Let's be real. Absolutely not. But like, if I got a pig, I don't think I could continue to eat like bacon and shit like in front of it (laughs) just walking in the kitchen like what's that but what if you got a pig that lured other pigs to you so you could kill them to eat (laughs) like when a serial killer gets his wife in on the game and has her start luring young girls makes it look like hey it's fine here this pig's hanging out (laughs) yeah so then you still have like that one friend pig and you're like i eat the others so i don't hurt you It's a it's a really dark scenario <laughs> in which I slaughter my own pigs in an apartment in L.A. <laughs> sure, it could happen. It's probably not in your lease per se. It's true that you can't slaughter a pig in your living room. That's I'll how, just say it's religious. That's how fucking pork chops happen, man. <laughs> I don't know what that laugh was about. I uh, apologize. That was <laughs> way too much. <laughs> Did anyone play Pokemon Go? Were there either? Oh uh, no, man! I'm almost forty. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I am forty. No, no. I, I, I'm I'm not forty, but no. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm not ten either. So how old know. are you, dog? Thirty-two. Uh, all right, yeah. 
but yeah. it's way too like way too old to like even remotely consider trying it. There, yeah. there was like it was everywhere. Yeah, out of nowhere, everyone's playing. I was like, nah, no, not even a little part of me wants to try this. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't have any part of it either. But it was still good. It got gamers out it, it fucking got, walking it got around. Nerds out in the world. Got a lot of nerds hit by cars. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's not a positive. <laughs> got nerds hit by cars. It put pedophiles and kids who had only been in touch online. They probably <laughs> met up. It was it was really interesting though. I will say like that now you know there's a uh, a scenario like you can create a game that will actually get people to go out and do things. Like, yeah, I didn't necessarily believe that something like that would work. It before. was based on another game, right? There was like was a, it? Yeah, there. My roommate used to play a thing where you would go and like battle people and stuff like that. And so oh yeah, it was like. They just overlaid like Pokemon, yeah. but like nobody showed up, so they were like, "Let's put some really <laughs> super popular cartoons on this shit." Yeah, that may. Yeah, I think. Look, you're right. I, I mean, I I, I'm shitting that. on it, but let's be honest. If that was like a Simpsons game where you had to go around like virtual Springfield and find shit, I, I mean, probably would have done. It it. Oh yeah, for sure. If it was like Star Wars or something, yeah, yeah I, you're going to battle. Like- I probably, you know, I was shitting on it, but that's also because like Pokemon was a little bit after my time, like. My my little brother was really into that, but I never got it. So I was like, "Yeah, yeah I'm not going to watch this. Or yeah. I'm not going to play this." Yeah, I think it just missed me as a demographic, just yeah, because of my age. But you know, that was a good thing about 2016. Not a lot of people died over it. <laughs> just a handful. Uh, just yeah. a handful. <laughs> got people excited about going out into the community. Yeah, I I uh, I saw something about. I think it was in San Diego. A couple of guys like legitimately fell off a cliff. Like they didn't die, <laughs> but they were very badly hurt. <laughs> I think I'd rather die. It's like, wait, how does this game work? Where are they placing these Pokemon? Uh, it seemed uh, inconvenient that it was placed anywhere near where guys could be like, let's climb this fence and try to scale this cliff to get a fucking Pikachu or whatever. Yeah, why were they putting Pikachu up there? I, I yeah, have that no makes, idea. You're right. They, that yeah, makes yeah. no fucking I was at, sense. I was at a bar in Nashville outside smoking. There was like an outdoor patio, and like it was crazy. Cars kept pulling up, and then like, and I was like, yeah. why do these cars keep pulling up? And they take off, and the guy, he goes, oh, yeah, there's like a Pokemon thing yeah. here. So they just would just show up. That's yeah, it's it crazy. It was just like this like every like twenty minutes there'd be like a new car just <laughs> <laughs> moving on their phone. I saw like uh there was like a massive gathering in Central Park because there was a really rare one in the middle of the night in Central Park and <laughs> fucking hordes of people turned out for it. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how that even worked. Like how did how do the rare ones show up? Like what the how the fuck does that work? I don't I yeah, I honestly don't know. But uh we need a Pokemon Go player. I also here. don't know like the, the, the point of it. I What if know. one just wandered in right now? <laughs> it's <laughs> cool. There's a Charizard in here, guys. <laughs> a guy still playing. Really <laughs> just the one guy. Yeah. Yeah, it does seem like it, it, it fell off quite a bit. Yeah, it was yeah. like a, like a month where it was real hot and then it just Yeah. And then, like, one guy got all of them or some shit. I wonder if people saw their data bill and was like, oh, I think I'm, I'm, a, I'm good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that would have to have been part of it. That had to be <laughs> fucking spendy. Uh, Pokemon Go. Let's talk about something uh, just as important. The Dakota Access Pipeline. <laughs> Did anyone follow this? Uh, yeah, vaguely. I've been. I mean, been that was. The, I was it. very confused because one day everybody started checking in at Standing Rock. You know? I was. I legitimately thought that was a comedy festival for yeah. like three hours. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because all the that. comedians kept checking in and saying at the Standing Rock Festival, and I was like, "How have I never heard of this?" And you're just upset. Like, <laughs> what did I? Get? I mean, I didn't. I didn't apply, but why didn't I get in? <laughs> 
uh, yeah, I felt pretty dumb, but uh, they, it got me for a couple of hours, and then I finally looked it up, and I was like, oh, all right, I got you. Yeah, yeah, it does seem like a problem, and it it that's that's the good news is they they managed to block it. I mean, for now, yeah, hopefully it's it's blocked for now, but that could all change January twentieth when Trump says, oh what, fuck that, or once people forget, you know, it's yeah, like yeah. A, it is. It's it's uh, it's really great to see that like that kind of thing can still happen though, like you yeah, know, that people was... can get together and and actually. But I never understood the legal like if they have the treaty and they have a, their own sovereign land. Like I don't understand how they could. Yeah, well, it was eminent domain. That I mean, that was one of the problems people had with it was that the government was going to use eminent domain to force people to put this on their land, which you get reimbursed for it and all that shit, but. You also lose your rights to that part of your land. Right. And that was one of the concerns, was that they were just going to kind of force it on people. But also, the environmental concerns... Yeah, I think it was more of that. Yeah. Like, it wasn't actually necessarily going, like, straight through their land. Right. Wasn't the issue. It was more that, like, where it's going, they're concerned it's going to contaminate the water supply. Yeah, it would have... It could have... Where it's blocked right now is the Missouri River, Mm -hmm. which that supplies drinking water for thousands of people in the country yeah and in iowa if you own a oil pipeline you only have to have you have to have two hundred and fifty thousand dollars in reserve money in case a disaster happens which a disaster with a pipeline like that you're not going to fix that shit for two hundred and fifty thousand dollars like that's nothing in alaska they have that same law but it's a billion dollars that you have to have in case there's some sort of disaster. So, yeah, that seems more uh, reasonable. Yeah. So there was that. People were like, well, if something happens, they're barely even liable for it. And then also the company that was going to operate it has had more oil spills in the la- since 2010 than any other pipeline operator in the United States. So those two things, people were like, you know, let's rethink this. Yeah. And they rethought it. And it worked for now because the, they were gonna. The compromise was they were gonna put the easement or put the the pipeline under the Missouri River, which in that case it seems like if it breaks, it's just gonna be that much harder to fix. Right. Yeah, <laughs> like I'd rather it just the that way it pipe seeps just that fucking, way it seeps up into the river and takes yeah. us way longer to know about it. Yeah, because if it breaks over, you can just fucking scale out and, there and tape that and you shit can up. See it really? Like, oh, that that's yeah. bad. Yeah, there's oil coming out right there. <laughs> but for now, it's blocked. Yeah, it's a really cool thing. I th- I saw um, a little a little piece on the news yesterday about it, and uh, one way I hadn't really thought of it was one of the uh, the Native Americans who lives there was like, "This is the first time we've ever had like as as a people had other people coming and helping us right. in these numbers and like working with us toward the same goal." And I was like, "Oh shit, that's yeah." I never thought of that, but that he's like, "This is the first time that's ever happened." Yeah. It, it was impressive. It's a, it's a positive thing. It's nice to see that in the in the face of all the other bullshit going on. That like a lot of people are still just really good people and they want to help yeah. each other. Yeah, and it's 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 uh, good to know protesting sometimes works. We might have to do a lot Except of that. Except you got to do it in the fucking dead of winter yeah. in North Dakota. <laughs> well, yeah, Jesus I mean that's why Christ. I didn't do it. it was yeah, way yeah, too I, cold there. Like, I, sta- not... I stand with them in yeah. spirit. <laughs> I stand with them in Los Angeles. <laughs> I know. There's always that part of me like. You know, where there was like the Occupy movement and all that stuff, or there's some sort of protest, and I'm like, yeah, man. And then, like, the people are like, 
Then you start seeing people get arrested. You're like, <laughs> yeah, man. I mean, I'm with you. But, yeah. Uh, yeah. I, don't I mean, wanna... they, were, they were getting hosed down at Standing Rock in the dead of winter, getting yeah. hosed. Like, I was like, yeah. hey, look, much respect to people who can actually go somewhere and, and, and uh, believe in something at that level. Yeah. I don't have it in me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The idea that I might get clubbed over the head, I'm like, I'm going to pass. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> who do I make a checkout to? You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah exactly. Where do I donate uh, to this? Yeah, where's online? the Kickstarter? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, they were getting hosed and pepper sprayed. That's with like industrial size pepper spray. They had like fucking pepper spray cannons they were shooting at those people. I would bail so hard too. I'd just be the guy that runs away. <laughs> yeah. Get right. In my, I just leave my car running. <laughs> I know the minute I get pepper sprayed, I'm back in and driving to LA. <laughs> just joking. I wouldn't drive there. That's insane. So, yeah, that happened in 2016. We only have a couple more things to talk about, but we're getting close to an hour, so what the fuck? Uh, Patagonia, which I admit, I had to Google Patagonia. I've never shopped there. I, I see I see it. I'm aware of it. I'm yeah. aware I of know it. it's a thing. Yeah, it's a place it's for exists. people who are far more outdoorsy than I am. Yeah. <laughs> Crunchy yeah. types. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they donated all of their Black Friday profits to charity, which was cool. Yeah. That's not the kind of thing you normally see, so that was good news in 2016. I feel like bad news for them. They were projecting two million in sales, and they got ten million. So you know, someone there was like, "Fuck! Why didn't we say yeah, half? <laughs> so much more?" Yeah. I mean, did they did they announce that before Black Friday happened, or did they say it afterwards? I believe they did it afterwards. <clears throat> but in terms of like the marketing, you know, the marketing yeah. for that, and all the extra emails they probably got, all that. I mean. Yeah, it's easy marketing for them. Yeah. Well, I mean, now we're talking about Patagonia and three dudes yeah. who would not be. I would <laughs> so. never. Yeah. I've never owned anything. I mean, from it's great. It'd be better if we could get like a company that really thrives on Black Friday to do that. Like, yeah, like, like Walmart. If Walmart did that shit. It's like a billion dollars to charity. <laughs> yeah, that would be. That would probably doesn't Walmart, seem like there's a lot of like rock climbers knocking down the fucking doors <laughs> of Patagonia on Black Friday. <laughs> yeah, probably not. Those are probably all online sales. I mean, that was uh, I, I can't remember. Maybe REI, the other. Uh, that's another big outdoor company. Oh, yeah. uh, one of them didn't open on Black Friday, and they said, "Fucking go outside." That was their thing. Oh, like, yeah. Don't come here. Go outside. Yeah. Like, that's great in theory, but I feel like all of your people were going outside anyway. Right. Yeah. right. It's like I am outside. I'm camping at Best Buy to get this fucking flat screen. <laughs> yeah, they went earlier in the week to buy the tent. So that was cool. Nice Black Friday thing. And the last thing I want to talk about, NASA did something that didn't explode this year. Woo! Fuck yeah. How exciting is that? Did anyone ever dream about going to space when you're... I think that movie, remember that movie Space Camp, where they accidentally, man, that movie's so crazy. Uh, I do not uh, remember that. <laughs> you seen Space Camp? I don't think so. What um, was Space Camp about? Space Camp was about Space well, Camp. Well, yeah, obviously. <laughs> and, and then they accidentally went to space? Yes. You should watch, you should watch, it, for your, you should watch it for your podcast. Uh, we'll have you back, and we'll do it. We'll do Space Camp. <laughs> so, like, these kids are in Space Camp, and then they're showing them, they show them into the space shuttle. And it launches? Like, yeah, it that's launches. That's great. That's great. I, 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 this sounds like a movie I should have seen. A bunch of kids in space. It's so crazy. Yeah, I don't. I never had. I like space is is fucking terrifying. Like, yeah. I, I mean, once, after I saw Gravity, I was like, yeah, I'm out. Yeah, like, oh, this is just an endless abyss waiting to kill you in a thousand yeah. different ways. I mean, I used to as a kid, I was into it, but I think the space shuttle is what killed that for me. 
Because well, like the space the shuttle, Challenger space shuttle killed a lot of fucking things. <laughs> yeah, just kind of the problem. Yeah, like yeah. It, after a while, it's like we couldn't go to space without every other time everybody explodes. Something blows up. It yeah, like, or, uh, twice. Well, yeah, but then that, that's, that's like enough. that's only manned <laughs> missions, and like yeah. there's not really that many manned missions either. Right. It's and, but even the shit that's going up there that we're just dropping on Mars, like breaks in half the first ten tries. It's, yeah, right. it, it's a weird like space is such a. Uh, an aggressive environment that's screaming like don't come here don't you don't belong here yeah, right. and we're just like forging into it anyway it's crazy yeah we're yeah this this juno probe that it finally reached jupiter's orbit this year it took off five years ago from cape canaveral in florida it traveled 1.7 billion miles and it's just now or just this year it reached the atmosphere of jupiter and the plan is for it to just kind of look around. They're tr- <laughs> trying to like determine the origin of the universe. That's which that so seems- funny. That's the plan for all of these like <laughs> rovers or satellites. Yeah. Where, well, we're going to get there, and we're you know we're just going to check it out. Yeah, look around, just look around <laughs> see what's up. <laughs> A lot of rocks. <laughs> and the the fact that it made it there, it's still. Uh, I was reading this article, and it's still not safe because there's such high levels of radiation mm-hmm. in Jupiter or on Jupiter. And this is orbiting really close to them. So they have all of their like science equipment and computers in case <laughs> in a 400-pound titanium box to protect it from radiation. And the article says these instruments will be exposed to radiation equaling levels of 1 million dental x-rays. And I'm like, why the fuck do they put it in dental that's, x-rays? That's, that's the, our measurement units? <laughs> yeah, like I've never seen a dental x-ray melt a face. Like yeah, one million me, of them will melt the shit out of your face. Yeah, but I, tell me it's like... It, atomic bomb, that's what Yeah, yeah. They, they will be exposed to the equal of 10 melting Nazi faces from Indiana Jones, <laughs> and that would hit home with me. I'd be yeah. like, fuck, those computers are going to melt. But a million dental... Like, I feel like I could survive a million dental x-rays, maybe not all at once, but over a course of a million days. <laughs> I mean, oh, yeah, it might grow some extra limbs or whatever, but you know. I mean, you know that X-ray stuff. They always get out of the room. You're like, oh, man. yeah, because you can't be near it every day. <laughs> it will yeah. totally kill you. They put that big lead bib on you. Yeah, here, put this on your your body. But we're you know we're gonna blast this at your face. <laughs> <laughs> it's your face and brain. I, uh, how arrogant are we though as humans that we're like, hey, we're gonna we're gonna spend like billions of dollars to build this equipment and we're going to spend five years getting it to a fucking radioactive planet that is completely inhospitable and will likely eat it immediately. I guess what? They have clouds there. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I I don't... uh, It's everything we thought. And they, they, you said that they're trying to find like the... The, the origins the of the origin universe on Jupiter. Yeah, I don't know it, why. Is there a reason? To, like, yeah, that that I'm not sure. I don't know really much say. about Jupiter. They got to come up with some sort of scam to tell people. You know, yeah. I mean, they can't just be like, "Hey, we're sending this up." There. We're looking for water on this one too. It's like, well, no <laughs> you might live cares. here soon. <laughs> The universe <laughs> is Jupiter. Even is Jupiter one of the uh, gas giants? Is it yeah, even it's a, a planet? Ga- it's a gas. Giant. Like, is there a physical thing to land on? Probably not. I, I don't it's... get planets, man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just realizing that. <laughs> What's the deal with planets? <laughs> yeah, and it's we spent 1.1 billion dollars uh, building this thing, and it's going to last for 20 months. At which point, it will crash into Jupiter's 
atmosphere and be disintegrated. And then awaken the aliens. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then five years later, whatever's on Jupiter invades us. Like, what the fuck, man? It's just dropping titanium boxes just on our planet? Your... <laughs> Those things don't melt in our atmosphere. That hit Jeff in the head. <laughs> Jeff's dead, man. That, so that... The great Jeff Wars. <laughs> Just, uh, we shouldn't have sent it there. We should not have orbited Jupiter. I, I, I don't get, though, like, why is, is there any indication as to why they think the origin of the universe? Yeah, I've no Is it going to be there on, like, a I, yeah, I don't laser know. disc? Or... Yeah, I don't know why it's that, like, it's it's the fifth planet from the sun. I don't know why. Like, wouldn't we go to the first planet from the sun? Which, I mean, we'd die. <laughs> it's, it's, I guess that's why you don't. Probably a bad idea. <laughs> but, yeah, I don't know why Jupiter. Weird. Mercury. And what's that second one? Mercury, Venus, Venus, Earth, Earth, Mars. Let's go to Venus. Venus is just gas too. I think they're all just gas, as far as I know. <laughs> the moon is gas. It's all gas, guys. The moon is cheese. The moon Everyone is is that. just gas. It's not, it's not real. You ain't real, dog. <laughs> That's what I do. I go outside at night and I yell at the moon, especially the super moon. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, the supermoon was great. That happened in 2016. That yeah, was fun. That I was... feel like that happened like seven times in 2016. I've been led to believe the supermoon is very rare, but it seems like every four weeks it's like, ah, yeah. supermoon. Look like, at the moon. It's, it's so bright. It's a marginally big moon. It's <laughs> yeah. a, the recent one was crazy, though. That was the biggest one in like 70 years. Yeah. I didn't see it. I, yeah, I looked at it for like two minutes and then I went and did my <laughs> podcast. Yeah, it's like, I don't know. Yeah, my buddy had a party. I was like, all right. Supermoon party. <laughs> <laughs> well, it probably went off better than any election parties. Yeah, so. yeah. Yeah, those were all rough this year. <laughs> that kind of made me smile. That was the one positive I took from it. I was like, well, if you were arrogant enough to throw a party. <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah. And then just thinking of a room full of people just devastated. <laughs> Yeah. Nobody's talking or eating the wings. <laughs> <laughs> I still would have ate the wings. <laughs> just, just much sadder. <laughs> yeah. Wings are fucking great. All right. So 2016, it was terrible, but it wasn't all bad. I had a decent year. I mean, well, I mean, I got fired from my job, but other than that, things are great. It was very yeah, liberating. Man. It's a good, you know, God closed the door and he opened a draft chute. Yeah, right? <laughs> I was trying to think of another way to. I hate that. I hate. I, I well, no, I don't hate things. No, you don't hate it. I don't hate it. I just, uh, <laughs> I, I find it to be okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you, I gotta say, you're catching yourself on this more than I. I don't think I would have even noticed if you said yeah. hate ten times. Well, yeah. I, I mean, the day I start the not saying anything negative, I'm on a podcast called Unpopular Opinions. <laughs> I, oh, it started today. Yeah. So this nice. the whole you know. You were post. I can't. I, I agree with everything. <laughs> <laughs> Everything's good, guys. 2016 was amazing. Perfect. Does uh, before we get out of here, does anyone have anything to plug? Uh, yeah, I have a new record out called Dead Weight. I'm Dave Weight, and it's called Dead Weight. And then I have a podcast I do with uh, Shane Moss called The Riff Board. It's all about uh, riffing. <laughs> it's all about riffing uh yeah i also have a podcast with uh, Dwayne perkins it's called the movie night podcast we just watch movies like space camp i think we need to watch that uh and just shoot the shit about it it's a lot of fun and uh and also check out uh warp zone comedy if you're in la last tuesday of every month at the virgil nice um you know if you're if you're not subscribed to our uh, subscription service do that you can get 10 fucking podcasts a week for five dollars a month that's cheap um i don't know what shows i have going on come see me in la i'll be around 
and uh, come to our. We're doing a tour in the Pacific Northwest in late February, early March. We're gonna be in Seattle, Vancouver, Portland. I think we're going to fucking Boise. Boise's fun, man. Boise's tight. Boise's yeah. a good comedy scene. Gonna see that blue football field, mm. Boise Stadium. You gotta wear glasses or you have a seizure. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. And uh, you know, follow us on Twitter at Unpops, things like that. That's all. Let's get the fuck out of here. Thanks, man. Yeah. Thanks for having me, man. Yeah, Dave. Wait, say goodbye. Goodbye. TK Kelly, say goodbye. Later, guys. Goodbye, everybody. We love you. Bring a blood object to Bristol Street. Bring a blood object to Bristol Street. I've got a